ever watched a TED Talk or an Ignite speech or a Pachachka or a Pachacucha or a Pikachu? Oh, yeah, that one's not right at all. Every time I hear people talk about it, they use that word. I figure I should at least acknowledge it. All of these presentations include visual aid. Actually, they use a slide deck. Are visual aids limited to the electronic? Are you interested in improving your public speaking or leadership skills? Then Toastmasters is for you. Welcome to Toastmasters 101 podcast, where we examine Pathways, the education program of Toastmasters International. I'm your host, Kim Cradgy. Pathways Level 3 offers two separate electives, the physical and the electronic visual aid. They do that because both have their place, even if the physical seems to be losing ground. Let me tell you about a corporate club in my district. The company uses Toastmasters as part of their sales training program. It's been a significant part of their program for more than a decade. Whenever I visit this club, every presentation has a slide deck. I think that the company requires it as part of the training. I have seen some great presentations there. Bridges stuck in the upright position for a year? I've seen it. Exploding snowmen? I've seen it. What I think was a still? I think I've seen that too. The variety of presentations in this company club is fascinating. It's wide as the sales trainees learn the basics of public speaking skills and how to create an interesting and compelling slide deck. But, and maybe this is a little geeky of me, but the room was also filled with models of the company's products. And I was itching to get my hands on those things and figure out what they were. So let's talk about visual aids. The physical prop is incredibly important in a small audience presentation. Say under 10, under 20 if you have duplicates or more than one object to pass around. If you're in sales, you know that putting your product in your customer's hands helps to close the sale. You probably know this, but I'm going to say it anyway. You can't trust technology. I walked into a meeting room recently with a slide deck all prepared. I had a copy on my thumb drive in my hand. I had uploaded it to Google Docs, and I was ready. Unfortunately, the equipment was not. Fortunately for me, I had intended to read a quotation from the book and had brought it with me. So I still have the prop. And you know, it worked. I could show the book, cite its history, and quote the author all in one time. I was covered because I had diversified my options. I had the presentation in hand. I had it saved on the internet, and I had a book. When giving a speech where you put all of your work into one electronic handbasket, you are going to have trouble. What are you going to do when the technology fails? Because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Even if you're using your own machinery, tech fails. And it's usually at the worst possible moment. Therefore, if you're going to use technology, I strongly urge you to get into the presentation room early so you can try to get everything set up quickly and to be prepared when it isn't. 
The Creating Visual Aids project in Level 3 does talk about different visual aids. Besides the slide deck, they actually save that for the other project. They talk about flip charts, whiteboards, posters, videos, all the big items are covered. They also mention handouts. This tool is increasingly problematic. First, when do you distribute them? There is no right or good answer. Second, what do you put on them? Is it just a copy of the slide deck or do you put something else? Third, what do you say when somebody says, can I get this in electronic file? Personally, I think handouts are extremely useful. I give a two hour presentation on writing and I wouldn't think about not using a handout just to reinforce the material. But is giving a printed slide deck the best answer? More and more, I'm thinking no. It's a trap that keeps the audience's eyes down, focused on the paper, and not meeting yours. I've started creating worksheets that cover the materials and let people fill in the blank or write their own notes on them. It reduces the amount of paper that I have to print to give them, but it still gives them something to hold on to and take notes on. This does increase the work that I have to do, but it's really good for me to reinforce my message and to practice my speaking as I'm preparing it, so I think it's worth it. If you're not going to be using visual aids, physical visual aids, then we also have a project called Using Presentation Software. Oh, the variety of platforms. We've got Apple versus PC versus desktop versus mobile. This is only the start of the challenges using presentation software. I would love to say I have a solution for this, but I don't. In fact, nobody does. What I do is I make my slides in a graphic software, and then I put them on Google in a doc file, or then I put them into a, onto a key disk or a thumb drive and bring it in. I'm also really partial to those projectors that allow you to just slide your thumb drive directly into the, the back of the machine. That way you avoid the internet problem altogether. But there are no good consistent solutions. So we all suffer. Do we have to suffer? Pre-planning helps a lot. Find out what the venue offers and prepare accordingly. Trying to prepare accordingly can be a problem if your Toastmasters venue doesn't have options for you to practice with during the meeting. I'm not saying that your club should go out and buy a projector or that you should go out and buy a laptop. I'm just suggesting that you try to be a little creative. Do you know a location that does have what you need? a local library or meeting room, maybe you can relocate your meeting for one session and have everybody do their using presentation software at the same time. Practicing with the slide deck helps you figure out what's working in your speech and what's actually distracting. You have to edit yourself, and that's really hard sometimes. Having another person behind you to look at what you're doing is usually helpful, but how do you assess how well a slide deck is working for you? The general advice is to design your slide deck after you write your speech. There are a few general rules. The 30-30 rule, 30-point font and no more than 30 words. Other deck designers opt for no words at all. They just use images. I tend toward that myself. 
minimizing the reading does stop the distraction of the audience. In the end, I think that the key to creating a great slide deck is the same as writing a speech. Know what your end goal is for the audience. What are you doing for your call to action? When you know that, you know what you need to add to your speech on your slide deck. But your deck can't carry your message. That's still your responsibility as the speaker, so that if you can't use the technology, your audience is still going to get your message. So how to assess its value? Is it adding anything to you? You could judge if the slides are motivating your audience toward your call to action. Do they help your audience understand your message better? Or are they just entertaining them while you finish your speech? So why is Toastmasters divided visual aids from using presentation software? I'm not sure, but I'm going to speculate. Visual aids are fun. I once used a red scarf as a belt to hold an imaginary sword, a veil for a woman in mourning, and a rag to wipe the sweat off my brow, all in one speech. I might have pulled off the speech without it, but it was way more fun to use it. Maybe we don't use props enough because the projector and the computer have come along. After all, how many ways have you used a single prop? A slide deck, on the other hand, is a very technical tool. For most speakers, a slide presentation isn't an option. The equipment or the venue doesn't accommodate them. The show must go on, and as a speaker, it's your job to convey the message anyway. It's likely you've heard of TED Talks and seen how prevalent the slide deck is. But it's also very, very confining. You don't have the options to go with the flow with from the audience. So I guess the question is, do you need a slide deck? Or are you using it as a crutch and intend to read off of it? Please tell me you're not going to do that. Ask yourself this question. When do you need a slide deck? The simple answer is when you're speaking to a large crowd with a complicated message. You've got numbers, you've got statistics, slide decks are useful then. If you're giving a TED Talk or Ignite speech or Pachachka, Pachacucha, not Pikachu, other than that, reconsider. You might do better without it. Next week, we're finally going to wrap up the Level 3 electives with the Career Builder speeches. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Toastmasters 101. If you like the podcast, you can subscribe on our website, toastmasters101.net slash subscribe, and tell a friend. They can subscribe, too. Our music today is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. Toastmasters 101 podcast is a production of Toastmasters District 10. Toastmasters 101.